This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer. It's it's Summer House premiere time once again. And here in the studio, I'm happy to be joined by Carl Radke and Kyle Cook. Hey Dylan. Welcome guys, how are you doing? Thanks for good. having us. Thanks for having us. You're good. Season eight. Can't believe it. Season lucky, eight. Lucky number I, eight. Ju- I just turned 39 years old. We started the show when I was 30 and what were you, 32? Something like that. So. Who's counting? It's crazy. crazy. We were just talking about the how you guys had that iconic Vanderpump Rules lead in and, you know, Going back all the way to that, like, what does it feel like to look back on the last almost decade, I guess, now and, and just see, like, here we are still doing this? I mean, it's kind of, it's, it's been an incredible journey, an incredible ride. I mean, I I fear having children in the future and I'm watching this this show back at some point, but um, yeah, it's, it's really hard to police your kids. Like they, they figure out how to access things before you do. So. Yeah. We're screwed. Yeah. So, so this is, this is going to live on in, in, on the Internet forever, but. I'm curious, like as you as you go on throughout the seasons, obviously you you guys have both been in a position to share a lot of good moments, bad moments in between. Do you ever kind of stop to think about that? Like, okay, like I've obviously I've shared up until now, but like, do I still want to be doing this? Like, is that does that cross your mind when you're going into a new season or something's what? happening in your life and it's like, wow, so this is going to be on there too? <laughs> I think. Um I mean, going back to the to the Vanderbump cast, I mean, they were kind of like role models. I'm like, man, if, if if we could ever get a show to like whatever season they were on, I think season five when we crossed over, yeah, I was just like, that'd be incredible, right? Like what would be the odds? And, you know, when I look back at what we've shared, I mean, again, I looked at how, how Stassi handled fans with utmost respect. She was always polite. She made everybody feel like, you know, she'll like literally stop at dinner and take a picture. And then I, I think about how much that cast has shared. You know, I think where you kind of get yourselves into weird places is when you actually do hold things back. Mm. Because most people around you can figure it out. And then it's like, what are you hiding, Kyle? So I've just kind of always, I've never really, you know, edited or, or, or decided to not disclose anything for better or for worse. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you... <laughs> as, I, like certain things always pop up in, during the season that you would never, ever expect have to happen. So I, I, yeah, like Kyle's point. I mean, there's things sometimes you do not want to talk about, but guess what? That's exactly what they want you to talk about. Yeah. And I think after you, you know, after all these years and all these summers for me personally, like I, the more you are open and honest for me personally, I, I get a sense of like, I'm maybe helping myself and helping other people, but it, it is also very scary when you're vulnerable about your relationship or your career. But I think that's what also makes a great show. And yeah. Kyle and I have always really tried to give this show our all. And yeah, like everybody the more we can, share, the better the show. Everybody can relate to the fact that, like, for example, wedding planning, not fun. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, we put that out there for, for everyone to like, oh, my God, how this is validation. You're like, summer should be fun. Yeah. I don't want to be on the phone with 
wedding vendors. Yeah. <laughs> so I think like, you know, the more honest you are and the more you open up, the more relatable. And that's what makes reality television work. Mm. Do you feel like, so we have a couple of new people on the cast this season, Wes and Jesse. I'm curious, having been through all of these seasons, you know, people coming and going, the group shifting, changing, do you ever, do you ever feel like, okay, I like don't want to meet anyone new. I just want to like, I love a new friend. Yeah, I I think we always like having new people. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's relatable too. And like in the true form of a summer house that we've done, I mean, you're always going to have some new faces and new people pop in. Some people get it you know, move on with their lives. But I've always liked the new, the new blood. Yeah. I mean, I actually just saw the total list of people that have been on summer house and I was like, Oh my God. It's kind of a long long list. list. So, I mean, I I love when, you know, people stick around because I get to know them better. The audience gets to know them better. Um, And, and Wes and Jesse are just phenomenal additions. They're a bit younger. So, you know, we kind of look at, you know, some of the shenanigans they're getting into and we're like, been there, done that. Um, you know, but it's fun to have, you know, some guys that had already been spending time out in the Hamptons. They kind of get it. This is not, you know, a fish out of water situation and and they just kind of hit the ground running. Yeah. I think you're actually going to see, cause I mean, Jesse, there's a lot of crossover too in, in mutual worlds, um, more than you would even, you know, expect. Mm-hmm. And I think over the summer you kind of peel, you, Oh, you actually know this guy and we're a lot. I mean, New York City's tiny. So yeah, you, I think those like those connections are always interesting. Where it's like, even if they weren't somebody you were hanging out with every weekend, that it's like, oh yeah, like we're connected in this way. Like we sort of operate on the same wavelength in a exactly. way. Yeah, and that's kind of how I feel like the Hamptons have worked. I mean, you kind of meet the cool people or the people you relate to, and then when you get back to New York City, you kind of well, have it's that, like a microcosm of New York. So you you know you have like you know this core group that. I mean, for the last 15 years, I, th- I feel like most of my friendships actually trace back to the Hamptons because you're like, that's where you, you develop these friendships. You're seeing everybody on a, on a weekly basis. And then it's like, then you're meeting their friends and then you're meeting their friends and then it just snowballs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so funny thinking about Summer House. Obviously, we've seen the same group kind of evolve year after year. And then now having a few seasons of Winter House, it's like such a different vibe, but like sort of similar in a way. But then it's like, do you find that fun to just kind of like go and meet a bunch of new people from a different show? Especially, <laughs> wait, wait, can, I, I, can I answer this for him? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there is no one in the world that I've ever met in my entire life that is like him. You could set him loose into yeah. a crowd of 400 people and he'll have the best time of his life. <laughs> if he has an NA or an, a lover boy in his hand. But I saw him firsthand in BravoCon in Vegas at Omnia. We had gotten there earlier and he wanted to give the fans what they paid for. Yeah. And this is this guy. Like he went out in the crowd and was talking to everybody, taking pictures. He's he's a man of the people. So <laughs> Yeah, I mean I, I love meeting people so much that I actually do a poor job of like making sure I'm I'm keeping up yeah. and keeping in touch with my like, <laughs> with my actual friends that I've had for years. So it's a little overwhelming at times because I, I do put myself out there but i love it like winter house was just an absolute blast this past season totally different kind of show uh, i think winter house one almost kind of paved the way for the ultimate girls trips if you think about it because bravo it almost looked they, they they used that first winter house in lockdown as an experiment to see what happens if we cross over shows yeah in a new show yeah and I think it was, there was for a long time, it felt like that was kind of like the, the like final frontier of like, yeah, do we, do we do this? And I think between winter house and ultimate girls trip and, you know, at even like traders kind of, it's like sure. having those types of shows doesn't 
subtract anything from like the original yeah. like you can still come back to summer house and, and have it's amazing you get just you much. just get a bunch of characters in the room that have already gone through the process yeah like the funnel it's like oh you're a psycho too cool let's go <laughs> i feel like BravoCon is kind of like the the real life extension of that like it's just like yeah, yeah bravo okay. a whole other we're level. doing it it's, yeah, that's it's a whole like other one level. big corporate orgy <laughs> I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want with tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honey honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. Carl, I, I want to get your take. Like, what was your feeling about BravoCon this year? Because obviously there was a lot that had happened, you know, kind of between the two years. And, you know, people feel very strongly and sometimes... Sometimes BravoCon, I find there are people who are just like very excited to be in the presence of of anyone that they've seen on TV. But then there are always going to be those people who are like, I came here to tell this person that I hate them. <laughs> like, what were you were you kind of like nervous about that kind of like face to face interaction? I mean, aspect? yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I'm I mean, we've done. I mean, this is our third BravoCon, I yeah. think. And obviously the other BravoCons, the love, the excitement, the energy was incredible. You know, I knew coming in, I was nervous because I was obviously going to see her. I was going to be, you know, confronted maybe with some questions and things I hadn't talked about. Um, but I was surprised, like genuinely surprised. And some people here, you know, I after the first day, the response that I had from, you know, fans, 
other cast members, other cast members' parents. People were really, really kind and generous to me and very supportive, which is, for some reason, I felt like I was going to get booed everywhere I walked into. Yeah. And again, there was a lot of misinformation and confusion for a few months, but I'm just proud that, I mean, he was right there with me supporting me, yeah. but I'm glad I went and it was a way better experience than I anticipated. I actually made but, him go to the Winter House premiere the week before. He did. Because he had yet kind of like yeah. put himself into a situation where he's seeing some familiar faces. And I was just like, you can't let that be BravoCon, right? You, you need you need like a little warm up. No, and he was he was absolutely right. So, yeah. Um, but it, it, it's a testament to the Bravo fans. I mean, sure, I'm sure there were some people that had some things to say. But right. it, it felt, for our show especially, I mean, all things considered, it felt like a lot of love and excitement for what we've been building and what we've been doing. And people maybe are waiting to watch this season, which, you know, is yeah, probably I how it should go. Y- you guys are in an interesting position because the way that your kind of calendar works is you you film this show in the summer and then there's this, you know, months long period where it's like people have, you know, heard stuff that's happened. There's been some like social media moments. And then, uh, you know, now we have, you know, a, tra- a trailer that people see and kind of like start to form their opinions. But then there's like all of these episodes of, the real event yeah, social media has definitely <laughs> almost like complicated reality television. Cause there's obviously downtime. You have to like take colossal amounts of footage and make it make sense in a 42, 43 minute, you know, period of time every week. And yeah, now, now everything comes out on social almost like immediately because you have all these like sites that kind of leak things. I mean, the, the, the fandom not. seems like it's at an all time high, especially yeah. with Bravo and you know, these accounts and these fan pages it's amazing to see i don't think you know seasons three four of summer house we felt the same kind of yeah you know social media excitement um i feel it's like, awesome i feel like with summer house in particular i think the that like pandemic time when everybody was like stuck at home totally. i feel like a lot of people kind of hopped on summer house at that point yeah. it was like a few seasons easy enough to catch up and then now it's like and i think there's a side of Bravo fans, they're like, all right, until that that show gets like a second or third season, I'm yes. not going to invest my time, my energy, my emotions. And um, yeah, I agree. I think the pandemic kind of like set that apart. And then going into you know, these Bravo cons, I mean, I, I will say this though, I've yet to encounter a, a fan that had a negative thing. To I say mean, I didn't, me. I didn't have anybody come up to me yeah. and say anything. Yeah, the fans are amazing. I mean, you get messages on social media. That's I think expected, that's the thing but. is like, you have that kind of like, that like, those people on social media who feel like extremely comfortable telling you exactly how they feel. But then first of all, that's not like representative of everybody watching something. And then also in person, people are like, Oh yeah. Like I, I, I'm not in person that, that, that troll actually wants a picture. (laughs) Jack's Taylor. They're wearing lover boy merch too. Jack's Taylor told this to Kyle and I, the first time we did Andy Cohen, watch what happens live back in 2017. He said the same people that'll you know destroy you on social media are the same people that'll walk up to you and ask for a picture. Yeah, and I don't know why I remembered that, but thank you, Jax. He's, he's spot on. <laughs> Jax Taylor every once in a while drops yeah, a, every drops once a little while like, Whoa, out of nowhere, knowledge bomb. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious, talking about that kind of calendar that you're saying, where you you know you take all this footage in the summer and then you don't see it for months. How do you feel after all these years? when the season starts to come out and you're watching these episodes and it's stuff, some of it you were there for, some of it you maybe weren't aware of, you have confessionals, you have, you know, kind of the full picture. How do you process that now? And is it something where you're kind of like numb to it a little bit or is every situation kind of like a fresh? I I think early on, like when you're watching 
like the first season, the second season, and you're still used to like defending everything because you watch your cast members in their confessionals basically talk shit. <laughs> and, you know, it's something that they might not say to my face, but they're happy to say in front of a camera. That's a tough adjustment because it's it's kind of part, it, it is part of what makes these shows amazing, that opportunity for someone to like go from in scene to like talking to the camera and saying something that they might not say there in, in that moment. And um, it's, I think that part was a big adjustment. And whenever you have a tough season or a tough episode, you kind of have to remind yourself that, that, you know, your cast members, your friends are being asked tough questions too. I mean, that's just part of the experience. And you just have to, you have to remind yourself that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely not easy, I think, to to listen or hear conversations when you're not there and you're, you're kind of experiencing as the audience is experiencing. Yeah. And mm -hmm. that's kind of the weirdest thing is we're, you know, we obviously lived it, but you know, eight, nine months go by and you kind of, you know, you forget some things. And especially when I was partying really hard, I didn't remember some of it at all. <laughs> You're like, I remember it a little more yes. these days. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, I think I've learned in recent years, you know, I try to, you know, try to watch it privately and yeah. kind of digest it. Like Kyle said, I mean, unfortunately part of what happens is people talk about each other and yeah. that's kind of what we're supposed to do. And sometimes you hear people saying things that you just wish they didn't say. So aside text, get sent sometimes yeah or, you know maybe you grab a coffee and try to clear the air but yeah like last season i knew we the first couple episodes were going to be rough for our friendship yeah so I, I i you know it's one thing to go through it. it's another thing when it starts to air you know and everybody you know forms an opinion you know so we were just trying to make efforts to kind of connect with one another while all that was unfolding yeah. Mm -hmm. because yeah i was privy to conversations he was having with Lindsay or confessionals and, you know, scratching my head, vice versa, you know, and then it's just good to kind of squash the beef in real time. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to talk about kind of your, your trajectory with each other. Cause obviously there's been some ups and downs in the last few years. You guys are working together again, like kind of, how do you feel like you got to the place that you're at right now? I mean, I feel like we're in the best place we've been in in a while. I know that sounds very cliche <laughs> to say, but We've known each other almost 10 years. Um, we've been through a ton together, not only personally and professionally. You know, I had the the honor of getting to marry him and Amanda. I've been very a part of his life. And, you know, over the last few years, sure, like we were in kind of a difficult thing. I think the professional side certainly overshadowed some of the personal things. And, you know, going through my own kind of lifestyle changes and adjusting to, you know, kind of what was best for me. But I will say coming into this summer, my big goal was to really try to get back to a great place with Kyle. And I knew after the reunion, we hugged it out, we cried. I think we needed that moment. I think we needed to kind of both kind of understand each other that we both wanted to be a part of each other's lives and we care about each other and just move past the old stuff. Um, but when it comes to the professional side, I mean, I've always been inspired by Kyle as a business you know, owner and an entrepreneur. That's how we originally met back in the day was kind of talking startups. And so to be able to be back in the fold I said, I think it says a lot about, you know, the company and Kyle and then also myself being able to leave, but also come back, you know, in a, in a different capacity. So it's not the same as it was before, but that's good. I, I'm going to be focused on the things that I'm wanting. Yeah, there do. was, and there was like so much pressure when our company was taking off, we were such a small team. Mm. And so Carl would feel that pressure, right? Like, you know, I, I, I run a, uh, a tight show. Yeah. Uh, or what's the expression? Ship. 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 Thank you. <laughs> we a film a show. Fairing metaphors. <laughs> uh, but um, but no, I mean, look, when when you know when we 
took this thing to market and then the pandemic hit and everyone was just at home and you know we were just struggling to meet demand and it was just like mm. it was a crazy crazy period of time and all i did was all i did was work and so all of my friendships kind of took a back seat but you know it was very obvious with carl just because you know looking back it's like you know we went from buddy buddy going out partying and whatnot to you know in lockdown working 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 and then him not drinking and it's just trying to like you know find like the new normal between us and i think that you know, it, it him leaving gave us a chance to kind of like reassess the friendship, reassess our working relationship, and try to figure out what we can do to kind of like build it back better. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, totally. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. It's interesting kind of just like having so much material to watch with you guys over the years. It's like crazy to think about. I, I, I'm curious for, for this season in particular, obviously there's, you know, we've heard multiple different like versions of events and whatever. Watching this season play out with your relationship, do you feel, how do you, do you feel like you are confident that like how you feel about things is going to be sort of like portrayed in the season? Um, and that's a good question. I mean, I, I mean, listen, I'm a human being. I'm sure there's things that are, I'm not going to be proud of that yeah. happened between us. And there's things I wish I could have done or handled differently, but I, I know the reality that I was living in and I do hope and pray that people will watch. And I just understand, you know, I breakups are brutal and, you know, I, I don't want to make it any harder than it already is, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to kind of rewatch and I think hopefully it'll be some relief. There's been a lot of anticipation and anxiety leading up to the trailer even coming out. Yeah. 
but I'm glad it's out now. It's kind of like ripping the Band-Aid off. It's, you got to face it. Um, but I'm just trying to control what I can control. And like I said, I, I do believe we are going to be happier in different directions. And I, I hope you guys can watch the season and kind of see maybe what yeah. led to that. But I don't, I don't want to get into like a, a bunch of PR stuff. Um, I know the reality I lived in and I, it's been difficult enough. So I don't want to make it any, any more challenging than it has been. Totally. Yeah. And I think like with that kind of thing, you know, for everyone involved, it's like, just cause even if something didn't happen necessarily like the, the prettiest way, like that doesn't mean it was not something that needed to happen. And like, if you're moving in a direction that you feel better about. Yeah. I mean, I will say, I mean, being able to like, I'm, I'm resetting in my life now. Like I'm 39. I'm, I've got a lot in front of me. I feel very fortunate and grateful that I've got my health just celebrated three years of sobriety. Mm. I'm back working with my best friend. I've got a non-alcoholic product. So I've got a lot of great stuff in front of me. And I try to remind myself of that. Um, cause in hard times in the past, whether it was my brother's passing or losing a job, I've been able to focus on my friendships and my family and, and taking care of myself. Cause that's really, I think the most important thing. Yeah. Congrats on three years. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I, I did want to ask recently, we heard that you were on a flight with Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> I'll tell you the whole story. <laughs> and I love, I love Chrissy and John. I remember back in, I think it was 2019. I saw an Instagram story of Chrissy and John watching summer house. Yes. And I, she's, not, she's like true to this big time. And I could not believe it. And I know Kyle's crossed paths with her cause she has a, a Kroger relationship with her cravings okay. brand. And we're at Kroger yeah. with lover boy. And Kyle was at one of their summits last year. Uh, so we've had some kind of in the same rooms and yeah, but I was at Sundance film festival mm -hmm. in park city, Utah. And I went to Syracuse and studied TV film. I've majored in film and I wanted to, I've been in, getting involved in film projects. So I'd produced a movie right after BravoCon, And one of my producing partners had a film that was document film premiering at Sundance. It's yeah. a documentary on Lollapalooza, the film uh, music festival. So I went out there to support him. We also were able to get Loverboy non-alc part of the DoorDash activation out there. So it was business, it was pleasure, yeah. having some fun. I go to this Variety magazine party. I'm sitting on the couch, talking to this person. She's like, I'm a huge fan of Summer House. You should come to our um, like studio tomorrow. And mm -hmm. I looked on their Instagram and Will Ferrell was there and Kristen Stewart. Lisa Barlow was there. <laughs> but, you know, these big, big names. And I'm like, maybe I'll just see like Will Ferrell or yeah, some big celebrity. You know, I'm just a fan at this point yeah. at Sundance. So I go to the Variety Studio the next day and I walk in and people are excited to see me and I'm sitting on the couch and like, hey, we're going to interview you about your Sundance experience. Sit down with the mic and out of the corner of my eye, I see Chrissy Teigen <laughs> and she loses her I mean, it was like a happy, like, oh my God, yeah. hey, Carl. And I was happy to see her. We had this like hilarious embrace, but I kind of recognized, I think her reaction, like they thought I was someone super famous. Like everybody in the room was like, oh my God. <laughs> and it was like, oh, it's just like that idiot. Like it was just a funny interaction. She in the moment says, so how are you getting back to New York? And I said, oh, I'm flying on the red eye tonight. And she's like, so am I. And I was like, oh, maybe we're on the same flight. And I look at her assistant, her assistant looks at me and she's like, you're not on the same flight. Like, and I'm like, oh, she's probably on a, on a mm -hmm. private plane. She sent me a message about 20 minutes later on Instagram and said, hey, we have room on the flight if you want to come. I called him immediately, Kyle, and I said, yo, <laughs> Chrissy just invited me on their plane <laughs> back to New York. I already have a Delta first class ticket. 
I don't want to impose. Like it's, you know, and he's like, you can't pass it up. Right. You're like, you're like, is this an invitation that I'm supposed to be like, thank you so much, but no. Yes. And I did tell Chrissy over the DM, I said, listen, I do have a, a Delta first class yeah. ticket. No, I don't want to impose. I know you have your team and it's a red yeah, eye. I was flight. like, doesn't matter, dude. You're going on a PJ. Yeah, so that's when you do it for the story. So fast forward, I'm on a text chain now with her, you know, a coordinator, a person, and we're getting the details set up for the flight. I'm supposed to be showing up at 9 p.m. at this private airport next to Salt Lake City's airport. I get there at 9, planes on the tarmac. I, will, I will my, roll my bags out, walk up the stairs. First person I basically lay eyes on is John Legend. Yeah. I didn't know that John didn't know that I was coming. Right. He's like, <laughs> like huh? He was like, hey, Carl, what's up? Like, it's like, what's up, legend? And then Chrissy and her team are all like cheering and excited. Um, but I, it was, I saw some press in what she talked about um, saying it was a little awkward. I didn't, like I said, I didn't in the moment feel awkwardness. I was more like kind of starstruck a little bit. Yeah. But also just like, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> so I sat down and John and I were kind of talking. I was like, I didn't even introduce myself. Like, I got to get up and like, so I got up and actually went over to him and like yeah. formally introduced myself. And I said, thank you for you know, being a big part of our show or supporting our show and thank you for the ride home. And I'm a big fan of your music. And Christy and I and John, we chatted for, I felt like maybe 45 minutes. Yeah. Some sobriety conversations. We were talking about Loverboy. She talked about BravoCon. Yeah, I met her at BravoCon in 2022 and she was like just a fan. Yeah. She's like eating a hot dog in the front row at <laughs> the Real Housewives of Miami panel. Like she was, she's legit. Yeah, she's awesome. And it's, you know, I, I've been a fan of John Legend for a long time. So, and they're just like couple goals left and right. So I like, it was a nice conversation, but I did shortly thereafter, everybody like laid back and was like going to sleep. <laughs> so I laid back and went to sleep, but yeah. I later learned that Chrissy like wanted to talk to me the whole flight and was mad that I didn't get, you know, give her the tea on this new season of the show. So I, uh, yeah, it was an incredible experience. Shout out to Chrissy and John. They're, they're an amazing, amazing couple, but yeah, I, that's how it how it all unfolded. I got a ride home from Sundance with Chrissy and John. I, I and he that. didn't know I was there. And people are saying- We're, we're was, like huge, like John Legend fans for like 20 years. I, I literally, the the wedding band that was at our wedding, you know how they have like a highlight reel that you can kind of like preview to figure out if you like yeah. the band, you like the energy. Well, I mean, they led with a John Legend song. So yeah, I'm like, it in. done. Well, I, <laughs> done. I, had a, I had a friend, I, I didn't tell a ton of people about this story because I- I'm just not that kind of person. Right, right, right. I don't want to be that. You know, you know, I'm glad Chrissy shared it before I did, but I, <laughs> Kyle knew. But I have some very close friends of mine from Pittsburgh, like texted, and one of my friends wrote back, like the music kind of song lyrics, and he's like, because all of me hates all of Carl. It's going to be like <laughs> the, the remix that John Legend puts out, which I thought was pretty funny. So before we wrap up, I, I'm super excited for the new season. Looking back on these eight years feels crazy. I just want to ask, I've been, I've been asking everyone, and I think the responses are super interesting. How do you feel like being on reality TV has changed you as, as a person at all, other than being on a jet with Chrissy Teigen and John Legend? <laughs> I think that it's very easy to go through life avoiding the tough conversations. I mean, it's really easy, quite frankly. And I think I've grown a lot because, you know, you, when you've got 30, 40 people out there filming a show and something interesting or dramatic or stressful or, you know, whatever unfolds, having to kind of confront some of these situations head on is, is a really empowering moment that a lot of people lose because it's just not necessarily normal or human nature to want to be like, all right, we had a huge fight last night, 
but it's 11 a.m. and we're sitting by the pool. And instead of enjoying the day and having a, a nice little drink while we get tan, let's talk about our feelings. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, so I, I really do feel like the format has allowed me to really take a step back. And obviously when you watch it back, you're like, oh my God, you know, that that's, that's also powerful, right? Like how often does the average Joe or Jane have like a film crew filming them and then it airs six to nine months later and you're like, you have the power of like retrospect and you're like, well, yeah, I probably should have handled myself differently. And oh, by the way, I'm gonna have to talk about that at the reunion. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just like, it's like therapy on steroids. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's I mean, reality was, television. It's, ther it's therapy on steroids. <laughs> yeah, Kyle, Kyle hit the nail on the head with like having those tough conversations. I, I mean, I'll say for me personally, it was it was a mirror into my life that I wasn't really ready to face. I mean, had I not been on Summer House, I don't know if I would have gotten sober. You know, because yeah. I don't know if I would have seen some of those moments in season four, and you know, even in season five with the fight with Luke and Kyle. Like we, there was a lot of intense things that went down, and I kind of watching that back was like, you know, I really would like to not be that version of myself. And so I'm proud of the fact that I've been able to like kind of watch some of it and, and grow. I'm still, you know, on a journey, but I think reality TV has really shown a mirror into some of the, the things that I was afraid to face. And similar to the, having tough conversations, having a tough conversation with myself, that's what reality TV I think made me do. Totally. Well, I'm so excited to see the season. I think everybody else is too. And thank you guys for being here today. You got it. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Batches. Watch Summer House on Bravo. Hell yeah. What, what night is it? Tuesday nights? Thursday. Thursday, Thursday night. Thirsty Thursday, baby. We're back. Yeah, Thursday. We're going to send it on Thursday. <laughs> send it on Thursdays. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Cheers. <laughs> Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Picot, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Picot. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.